Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Greetings, comrades, and welcome to the Eastern Border. Today's going to be a bit longer episode, and um, I'll probably charge you for this one, because, well, I have a bunch of news. I'll start with um, the kind of more relevant part. Me and uh, my cameraman, because I'm no longer going anywhere alone, just to be safer, we're arriving in Budapest on the 5th of April. From there, we'll take a train either to Bucharest in Romania or to Chisinau in Moldova. And from there, we will go either straight to Odessa or through Transnistria and to Odessa. Thanks to your donations, we have about have about $1,200, that is uh, $1,200 is our budget. We'll hope it'll suffice. But um, thank you, and if you want to support this, then please, please remember to support the show. But I felt uneasy after some people asked me about how I got my air rifle, and that was honestly from my articles in Tevenet. And I thought, hey, we've been helping Ukraine, and we've been donating stuff, and you've been supporting me. And I believe that you guys support me, so that I wouldn't sit here in Riga and do nothing again, just being there once. I think it's my duty to go straight to Odessa, to currently the safest city in Ukraine, because I'm still being told that in Lvov I'll just get shot. But I'll be there with my cameraman, and we'll be posting there, and we're going on the 5th of April. Just so you know, if you're a Patreon supporter, and, 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 and you know, some you want to cancel everything, just maybe maybe lower the, lower the amount or something, but hey, I'm going back because I want to want to know what's up and I want to give you reports. If you've read my Twitter, then you know that Odessa is a city of heroes and they're crazy awesome and I have enough Ostop Bender in my system to pull it through. For one, this is an answer to Martyrmaid. I'll tag Martyrmaid in this episode because this episode kind of concerns him. Since he keeps asking me questions about Ukraine, and at one point I understood that I will only be able to give truthful answers when I see them with my own eyes, and I'll be back on the lines. This time going deeper. This time doing more. Because, because for one, to those who call me a liar, well, 
I'm going to walk the walk again. I'm not a coward, and I'm responsible for my words and my actions. Therefore, I must go back again, and if at that point the world be over, which I hope it will be, but probably won't, I will still do my best to report and find responsible people, because Odessa, on the coast of the Black Sea, is a focal point of the Ukrainian resistance. But that was about my future trip, and of course more episodes will be coming in, and uh, I'll tell you about all the situation, but... But it's the plan. If you live in Budapest or Kishinev or Bucharest or or have any other info, please message us at uh, theeasternborder at gmail.com or on Twitter because we've already bought the tickets to Budapest and we'll see from there because due to how the planes fly, we have to fly through Hungary to get to Romania and then to Ukraine if we want to reach Odessa. At any rate, apparently... Ukrainian forces have um, gone into counterattack again, furthermore, in Kharkiv and Sumo, and also they're trying their counterattack in Kiev and Kherson, which basically means that the forces in Mariupol, well, you know, the Russian forces there shall be way more, you know, they'll have more trouble doing their, their, um, their own assault on the city. What also is important is that um, a lot of saboteurs have been happening in Belarus. They've been blowing up the kind of the electronic systems for the railroads and burning them down which now which now makes the whole russian logistics situation worse because the russian army works through their railway lines they don't count on roads that much which is interesting and for which i support the belarusians 100 percent the war has to stop as fast as possible Meanwhile, an interesting statement was stated by Christo Grozev, the Bellingcat journalist, who in um, the TV channel Ukraine24, and I respect this guy because he was also the one who published the letter, stated that if Moscow fails completely, then they'll probably reach for nukes. I still believe in the chance of a tactical nuke being dropped somewhere. Christo Grozev states that, according to flight data, Mr. Sergei Shoigu isn't dead, but he's all being hidden in a secret bunker near the, near the city of Ufa. Meanwhile, Putin, apparently, is not in Moscow. He's in a bunker behind the Ural Mountains. So, if anyone from military intelligence listens to me, aim your rockets there. And, um, be, and apparently, his sources in uh, Russian Special Forces, and some of my sources, by the way, also, I thought they were uh, lying, but now I have confirmation, because I never go alone just from a single source, basically state that even, bef- even before the war started in December and January, Putin and his closest, closest circle of allies had been boasting about the readiness of using nuclear weapons. And these very people now claim and believe that if taking of Kiev fails completely, he could give such an order. So, just to be sure, we need to be ready. Because as sad as it is, we might need to get ready for for a nuclear war, but I suppose. Unless we can disarm him previously. But otherwise, the front is calcifying more and more. Russian logistics problems. And, and again, only the first weapons that have been sent to Ukraine have arrived. So it's not like they can mount a lot of counterattacks. However, and again, Mr. Daryl Cooper, because I'm going to tag you in this one definitely... 
Everyone's been claiming that Azov Battalion are the Nazis. My viral tweet that got me 10,000 new followers on Twitter was a picture that was apparently made by the Azov Battalion. And Alexander Nevzorov, the person who's now been prosecuted in Russia, contacted these people. The Russian Federation's propaganda in various languages, both English and Russian, called them Nazis, the concentration of Nazis, the battalion of Azov. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. He calls them amazing people. He calls them, well, completely unrelated to any forms of Nazism. The result of this communication, which I am honored to bring you, is an open letter to Russia from the Azov Battalion, where they explain themselves. And I believe that this is also an open letter to the Western countries. And I'm happy that I started translating this just as it dropped on Telegram in Russian. If uh, you notice this letter is somewhere else translated in English, please tell, let me know. But if I'm the first, then please, if anyone else translate this, fact check to my translation. And please tag people who might be of interest here. Because this part is important since we've, uh, we've heard stories of Russian war prisoners now being kneecapped so that they wouldn't get back into the fight. And a lot of people say that this is brutal, this is terrible. And I say, yes, it is. But so is bombing of civilians. Some people also stated that, well, it's terrible that that old Ukrainian lady poisoned those soldiers. They didn't know what was going on. Well, over here, we have to say you fight with the means you have. They're harsh. We're harsh. They, they want to win this war and not play by the rules. Well, obviously, some people can be found in our Ukrainian part. They will also not follow the rules. This is one thing that also Nevzorov stated, that Putin, if he was wise, would ensure that Zelensky has as much power as possible, since if the Ukrainians go on a counterattack and actually enter Russia, oh boy, then, well, an angry god has awoken in Ukraine, after all, like I mentioned. But I want to read you a letter, personally, just translated by me, from the Azov Battalion, directed to Russia, but I think... You guys in West will also appreciate it and maybe understand what Azov is and what Azov isn't and what you should believe about Azov. Because again, and this is another Pogan Martyr made, he states he wants to hear the other side. Well, for him, this is the other side. 
if he says we should listen to Putin, then he should listen to Azov. So, Daryl, take this seriously, please. You're still my friend, but, um, hey, you said always, always, never, pres always take the other side seriously and never discount any arguments. Well, then I bring you Azov's arguments. Maybe then you'll stop calling them Nazis. Address of the Azov Battalion to Russia. Catch the thief is most often yelled louder than others by the thief itself. Kremlin's propaganda calls us Nazis and fascists, but they themselves portray themselves as liberators who have arrived to denazify Ukraine. Today, all the world is living during a time of great, great cons, big lies, and tiny truths. Billions of dollars are spent every year to create an illusion of greatness and to advance the anti-human ideas of the so-called Russian world. The very same world that brings destruction, death, suffering, fam famine, and fear. The only weapon that's left in this fight is the truth. And the truth is the following. Our land was attacked by a cunning monster and it is our right and our duty to defend it. On the very front lines of this defense, defense there stands Azov. Azov is a subsection of the National Guard that was formed by volunteers in 2014, right after Russia annexed Crimea and took parts of Lugansk and Donetsk regions. These are sections in which various people serve. Ukrainians, Russians, Jews, Greeks, Georgians, Crimean Tatars and Belarusians. In this subsection, for eight years already, serve hand-in-hand hand peoples of various faiths. Orthodox, Catholic, Protestants, Pagans, Judists and Muslims. The majority of us are native Russian speakers. We despise Nazism and Stalinism because our country, Ukraine, more so than others, has suffered from these totalitarian regimes and false ideologies. Russia's bombing Babi Yar, where the 20th century victims of Nazis have been buried. Putinists rub a ton of shells on hospitals, schools, kindergartens, churches. The soldiers of Putin shoot old people, kill children and pregnant women, just like Hitler's followers did in the past. Nazism is an unquenchable need to kill people who have dared to become free. It is the confidence in your own rights to call yourself some uber-nation. It is the confidence in your rights to rule over other nations while raping and pillaging other people. Now, doesn't that remind you of something? The difference here is that Azov was, is, and will be a shield of Ukraine until that time... When the, when the occupier leaves our country. We have never attacked anyone. The main goal of Azov is the defense of our country and its prosperity, and the lives of our citizens are far more important to us than any goals of any politician whatsoever. We, the defenders of the hero city of Mariupol, took in our hands the sword and the shield that defend not only Ukraine from the forces of lies and evil, but also the whole civilized world from the plague of the 21st century. If we let our sword down, then the same fate as has befallen Mariupol, tomorrow we'll, we'll reach Kiev, Lviv, and the day after that, Warsaw, Berlin, and Paris. We wish that the thinking part of the Russian population would overthrow the government that sends its sons to die for false, false illusions of a poisoned reality, instead of working hard to ensure that the nations of Russia would live, love, and multiply. Battalion Azov. And I'll end with this here. You yourselves figure out who's the Nazi in this equation. And figure out who's the person that's constantly lying, constantly bombing civilian buildings, and constantly 
doing terrible things to people. And who are basically, you know, what people say in Texas would be if someone would attack their nation with guns. Sure, they're not merciful. However, does it really seem that crazy to you that, um, you know, Jewish people would shoot other Jewish people? Belarusians, we shoot Belarusians. They're, they're, they speak in Russian. Their crimes, I believe, have vastly been exaggerated and have been served as a tool for Russian propaganda. Because one thing Russians hate the most are free people. Happiness is mandatory. Again, please support the show and thank you for your donations. Like I said, we have about $1,200 for our next trip to Odessa. And, and uh, well, if you, if you help us have more, then we'll do more reporting. And, uh, yeah, you can do that via the easternboard.lv and clicking the donate button or through our Patreon. Although I won't charge Patreon for any more episodes this month, I think. This is the fifth one that I'm charging you for in total. So, five is the limit. And uh, that's it. But, um, but, yeah, always remember to support Ukraine and stand with Ukraine. And don't fall for this information. Information is ammunition. 